Welcome to For Self-Examination. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and today is Monday. And for you, that might mean a few things. Uh, Maybe today is a bad day. Maybe today you're driving into the office begrudgingly after a long or too short of a weekend, going to see a boss that you hate, sitting at a desk you despise, working with colleagues that you are apathetic about. Perhaps maybe you have problems from the weekend, problems from last week, problems from the month, problems from the year that just don't seem to be resolved. Uh, or maybe it's, it's quite the opposite for you. Maybe you've had a, a great weekend. Uh, you, you've relaxed a great deal. Maybe you even had a three-day weekend and, and, and you're enjoyed and refreshed. You had a respite from the world. Uh, but today is Monday. And what that means for you is that today uh, we're going to give you your daily week, your daily dose, weekly dose of inspiration, your Monday morning inspiration. Uh, We're going to pull from the blogs of our counselors at Taylor Counseling Group uh, to give you some thoughts, advice, and inspiration for your week. And if it's not Monday, that's okay. Uh, You can enjoy the thoughts, advice, and inspiration all the same. And I hope you do. I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, Today's Monday. Today is all about you. Welcome back to the show. This is for self-examination, and I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And if you're listening to this podcast, that probably means there's a one in seven chance that today is Monday. And today is all about you. Uh, That's a little math joke for those of you that like bad jokes, uh, because they're, you know, Monday is, I guess, just like one-seventh of the week. There are seven days in a week, so that's a bad joke. Sorry. I'm going to try probably to do more of those for you because I love bad jokes. Um, so if you just want to like skip ahead, I, I don't blame you. Also, got some wonderful feedback on the intro from some of our listeners. Uh, and yes, we do have listeners, so you're not the only one listening. I'm a little shocked by that, but it's it's great. Uh, people seem to love the show, and, and they're, they're sharing it with other people, people that I don't know and have never met, so I think that's really cool. And that's really exciting. So uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please, you know, let us know on Twitter at TCG underscore Dallas uh, or shoot us an email, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com. Um, yeah, so we did get some feedback on the intro. Uh, as it turns out, people do not like the intro. Um, so that's okay. I was a little iffy about it as well uh, with, with the first episode. So uh, it's very good to get that feedback. I really do appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to get to work on a new intro I'll try to have done um, uh, for, I guess, really what's season 1B, which will be in the spring. Um, so hopefully we'll have that put together for you. So in the meantime, the intro is about a minute and 30 seconds, which is like way too long in podcast time, apparently. So please do feel free to skip ahead. You know, just hit three three little skips. Boom, that'll pop you right into the episode. Uh, so um, this week... Uh, is uh, our Ask Me Anything episode. Uh, we did not really get uh, any you know, questions from the listening base, uh, so our listeners didn't really have any burning questions for us. But I did get uh, some questions that I've had asked of me uh, personally from people that were looking for a therapist and just uh, questions that some friends had. Hey, I, you know, I would love to know the answer to this and, and family as well. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to kind of kind of answer some of those questions for you, general questions about, you know, therapy and that that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, But before we get into that, 
Um, just as a reminder, you know, Taylor Counseling Group is here in DFW. We have five offices now. Uh, Dallas, Galleria, Capel, Southlake, and Fort Worth. So if you live in one or near one of those cities and, and you're looking for therapy, we're happy to help. Uh, we're here for you. We have over 30 therapists, highly trained and qualified in many disciplines, uh, trained in, in skill sets for working with a diverse diverse client base uh, in, in many different issues. So give us a call, 214-530-0021. We're happy to answer any questions you have. We do work with most major insurances and we'll provide an affordable care rate for you that works for your budget. So. Uh, you can always find us on the internets, taylorcounselinggroup.com. Uh, you can learn about our blog, taylorcounselinggroup.com forward slash blog. I know that seems a little too obvious to be true, but that is the URL. That's forward slash blog, very original. Uh, and, and so uh, that's what this podcast is about. So if you like the podcast, you can go to the blog and keep reading um, some of the wonderful thoughts and advice and inspiration from some of our therapists. Uh, so I hope that's uh, those tools are good for you. Uh, again, you can always email us, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and find us on Twitter at TCG underscore Dallas. If you've been enjoying these podcasts, please like and subscribe uh, with Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get yours. Um, apparently, I've been doing a bad job of saying that, and I guess like every other podcast ends with that, so I just really wanted to make sure to get that in this episode. So hopefully that's good. All right, uh, moving on. Um, uh, so kind of a recap of the month. You know, the, the structure of this show is that we have a topic for every month. And so uh, August has been our rollout month. Um, so this is our first four episodes. Uh, you know, and then we have September and October because I think that's the order of months. Um, <clears throat> although I do get May and March mixed up all the time. So if I tell you something's happening in May and, it, and it's actually happening in March, then that's totally my bad. Um, I do that all the time, all the time. Uh, and then, uh, uh, so, you know, the topic of this month has been professional counseling. Um, you know, that's what I do. That's what Taylor Counseling Group does. Uh, a lot of my colleagues do it. Well, obviously, because they're colleagues. Uh, several of my friends do it. Uh, obviously, all of my business partners do it. But, um, you know, it's something that is a really growing topic, and it's a very big need uh, in, our, in our society, in our country today. And it's something that we're proud to be a part of. And that's what this month has been all about, really, is just this idea of, you know, what is counseling all about? And so we had some great guests on. We had Christopher Hines, one of our therapists on the show. Very grateful that he could come on and kind of tell us his story. You got to learn a little bit about me as well. Uh, and then uh, Jessica Callahan came on, you know, and that was our last episode. Uh, and she was just amazing with her, um, her advice and thoughts about professional counseling and just kind of some of that inspiration for some of the stories that came out of it. And so if you're listening to this and you're kind of wondering, is therapy for me? Um, you know, I hope maybe we've answered that question for you. Uh, and if you think maybe you got a friend that might benefit as well, you know, share the podcast with them. Just say, hey, this is a, you know, check it out. I really like it. I think it's a fun, a fun podcast. And, and uh, maybe, you know, maybe they might get inspired to, to find some help. Um, so this month has been all about professional counseling. Um, next month is going to be about FOMO, the fear of missing out. And this is, I think, the struggle of the modern generation, FOMO. 
It is epic struggle that is ever present that we are all dealing with all the time. And we got some wonderful guests lined up. Obviously, I'll be talking about it in depth in the first episode. Uh, that's next week um, or next week. No, next week we're off, but it's the first Monday in September. Um, I'll be talking about it. I think that's September 2nd or 3rd or something. I don't have a calendar in front of me. I don't know. Uh, but um, I do not have the days of every month memorized. Okay. Just to, so that we're all clear on that. Um, so my bad uh, for that. Uh, <clears throat> so we, we do have the FOMO. Uh, so that's going to be great. Uh, our, one of our therapists, Amanda Stretcher, is going to be on uh, talking about how Snapchat is actually a really great tool when used well. So I think that's going to be really exciting. Uh, and then we also have Annabella Watson, um, who is a bit of a social media expert ninja of sorts, um, uh, that, uh, helps us out a lot with our social media and, and has done some wonderful projects for us. Uh, and, and she would love to do them for you, but also just kind of wants to talk about, how social media can actually be a positive thing, how it can really be a good thing. So, so if you've enjoyed, um, you know, this, this podcast so far, we are moving out of the quote unquote, you know, your typical welcome information. We are moving into this, uh, professional, you know, more of a societal approach to things. So, so we are going to be talking about FOMO and then the month after that, uh, is October. So we're going to be talking about surviving the holidays, which, which I think is just such an important topic and such a big topic to tackle. For me, the holiday season really kicks off with, um, Halloween, you know, because that's kind of like the beginning of the fall holidays for me. Uh, the weather is finally getting to this place where you can go outside and just be like, Oh my God, it feels so nice out here. It's breezy. You can put on a sweater. I love sweaters. I love old man sweaters. Uh, they're the best, uh, like cardigans, you know, I like wear the same cardigan every day and my wife hates it, but I do it and it's amazing. Um, and you just feel good and you know, there's just like warm and cozy and you have a fire and you get some hot chocolate or some, you know, peated whiskey or whatever you're into and, and you just enjoy, you know, the outdoors and, and, and being wrapped up by the fire in a big blanket, watching Christmas movies. You know, it's just a great, it's my favorite time of the year. I love it. Uh, so Halloween for me kind of kicks that off because that's when you start with all the candy and, and you know, it's like your kid or, or just, you know, you go to a party or something and there's just candy everywhere. Uh, so you're allowed to eat every, every piece that you see on October 31st. You can eat all the candy, all you want. And you don't gain any weight. And you don't feel bad the next day at all. Well, that, those are probably lies, but that would be nice if that was the way the world worked. And then you go into Thanksgiving and then Christmas and, and then New Year's. Uh, so you have this big holiday season and, uh, and, and your budget gets stretched and you have a lot of religious holidays. So, so there can be some, some pressure on you spiritually and religiously and, and socially uh, if you don't agree with you know, the religious ideas of those holidays. Uh, and then there are, um, you know, uh, relational strains because you have all these friendsgivings you have to go to, all these parties you have to attend. 
and, and all of these uh, uh, family gatherings you have to go to. Or maybe it's the opposite and you don't have any of those things and you're just alone and, and you see everyone else being happy and that just makes you really sad. Uh, so we're going to dive into all that stuff, the FOMO and surviving the holidays. We're going to have some great experts on. Um, really excited to talk to some of these people. They're amazing, uh, really great people here in our community and, and, and DFW. So, uh, so keep listening. Uh, the show is not just about counseling. So we are definitely diving into what these real issues are, and, and we start that um, next month. So I hope you'll enjoy. Uh, so we are uh, going to talk about a few items, um, some questions uh, that you might have. Uh, the style of the show is that the last episode of every month is kind of an ask me anything. So my hope is that you'll start asking questions. Uh, just tweet us at TCG underscore Dallas, and then we'll just read it here on the podcast and uh, give you credit. You know, just say, hey, so-and-so, this is your question. And this is, you know, what I think about it and my answer. Uh, you can always email us too. If you don't use Twitter, don't want to use Twitter, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com, and, and we'd love to, to bring that question on the podcast. So um, I do have some questions, though, that I've been asked from clients over the years. And uh, my fellow therapists kind of share a lot of these questions, and I've talked to a lot of people about them. Uh, you know, and some friends and, and colleagues have said, hey, these are questions I get all the time. So if you are thinking about going to see a therapist, these are some questions that you might have. And so we got some answers for you. Question one. I don't know. We, maybe we don't need to number them. This is just the first question. Uh, should I be nervous about seeing a therapist? Uh, you can be, absolutely. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that one. I don't think you have to be, um, but you definitely can be. And if you are, if you are feeling anxious or nervous about going in to see a therapist for the first time, that is absolutely a-okay. You do not need to worry about that at all. Um, you can just take that pressure right off because it's totally fine to feel that way, to go into the session and feel very nervous. And you're not the first person. You won't be the last person uh, that goes into a therapy session feeling really nervous because it's a tough thing to do. You got to walk in here and you have to just unburden yourself onto some stranger, really, uh, with all these problems of your day, of your life. And, you know, we, we don't really know... Um, you don't really know where that's going to go or where it's going to take you or what the session is going to do or how they're going to react. But what I will tell you is that, is that they're a professional. They've been trained. They've been educated. They know how to work with clients that feel nervous and anxious. So it, it, it's perfectly fine. It's absolutely a-okay to feel that way. How much is this going to cost? That is a great question. Uh, therapy, um, especially in private practice, is you know kind of a cross between um, seeing an attorney and a medical doctor, really. Right? Parts of it are highly regulated, and, and other parts are uh, you know kind of up to the therapist of how they want to approach things. Um, one thing a lot of clients don't recognize is that is that therapists in private practices are really running a small business to some extent, so they do have a lot of expenses. If they choose to take insurance, then the price is fixed by your insurance. So if the rate's $100, they don't make more money from the insurance company. That's just the total amount that they're going to get paid from the insurance company. And insurance companies can be really difficult to work with, which is why many therapists just choose not to do it because they might not get paid for 90 days or at all if a claim's denied or something. Uh, there's a lot of paperwork involved that, 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 we, that our time's not compensated for. And... 
and it can really be a challenging thing. So if it's just one therapist or maybe just a few therapists in a private practice, it, you know, they might not be able to take the insurance because they just can't afford staff or somebody to, to help navigate that stuff. So, uh, so if they're able to take your insurance, that's amazing. Uh, you should definitely call your insurance and get a quote of your benefits for individual therapy or couples counseling or whatever you're doing. Um, and, and just find out, like, do I have a $20 copay? Do I have a deductible? And, and educate yourself on that. So that way you know what your insurance is going to cover and not cover. And then you can also ask them if the therapist is out of network, do I have any benefits there? Can I resubmit that, you know, that bill for, for payment, right, from them? Uh, there's a great uh, app called Better.com um, where you can actually submit the, the what's called a super bill uh, to Better.com, and they'll actually submit it to your insurance company if you're at a network for you, and, and they have a really good track record of, of kind of doing it properly so you, so you get paid a little bit more quickly, reimbursed rather, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so if it is private practice and they don't take insurance, you know, it could be very expensive. Um, some therapists may want to charge $150 an hour, $175, $200. Um, you know, I know a few that charge $225 here in DFW. Uh, that, you know, they have like 30 plus years experience, but um, but you know, it can get expensive. So definitely know your budget. There's nothing valuable about getting two sessions from somebody. That's just not going to get you anywhere. Uh, if all you have is $450, and you want to see this guy who charges you $225 uh, twice, you know, that's just not going to get you very far. It's much better to find a therapist that you can afford. You know, it might only be $100 an hour, so you can come more frequently and, and kind of work through your problems a little bit more in depth. Uh, now, price does not necessarily mean better, okay? Um, some therapists you know, may charge, you know, the higher rate because they may have more experience or more training or an expertise in a particular topic. And in that topic, yeah, then absolutely they would be a, a better, I wouldn't say better, just, just more specialized, um, kind of the way that a, a brain surgeon is not necessarily better than a general practitioner, right? A GP. I mean, they're both medical doctors. Um, you know, he's just highly specialized in brain surgery. So if you went to see him for something outside of that, he would probably be pretty useless. Um, same thing with a general practitioner. If you went to him for brain surgery, you're probably not going to get a really good service, right? And so therapy is a lot kind of the same way. If you have a very specific issue, you want to work on, say, like infidelity in a marriage, you know, you, you might want to seek out a therapist who specializes in that. But if you're just looking for a general issue with anxiety or depression, you know, that, that highly specialized therapist might not be the best person to go to. So price does not automatically equal better. Um, so just because one therapist charges 160 and the other one charges 150 doesn't mean that they're necessarily better than that person. It just means that that's kind of the, the price that they settled on, right? Um, and, and there is not a school that therapists go to that say, this is how you set your price, right? So we just don't have that. But we do have expenses and we do have costs. Um, and so, you know, we, we do have to kind of look at our bottom line and say, this is how much, you know, student loan debt I have. Because, um, you know, a therapist has at least a master's degree and they're not free. Uh, and then, you know, what are your bottom line? Your, 
your power bill, your water bill, you know, whatever else you have, um, advertisement, maybe have some assistant or support staff or something. You got to pay all these people. So, uh, so it can definitely add up and then you got to kind of look at that bottom number and then you got to look at how much taxes are going to cost you because you are a small business owner. Uh, and, and then you kind of work backwards from what you need to make to, to live, you know, a somewhat comfortable life. And then that's kind of how you can set your fee that way. That's how many therapists do it. So if you are, you know, seeing a therapist that's 165 and the other, and the one right next door is 150, it doesn't necessarily mean one's better than the other. It just means, you know, they're, they, they're different. So, so the short answer to what's it's going to cost you is, is a very, well, there isn't a short answer because it's just, it's all over the place. If you got a $20 copay and you go once a week, then, you know, it's going to cost you 80 bucks a month, right? 80 to a hundred dollars a month. Uh, if you don't have a copay, it could cost you anywhere between free to, you know, 500, 600 a month, just depending on where you go. So set your budget, prioritize the therapy. It is important to, to invest in your therapy, uh, so prioritize that, put that above your cable bill and your Hulu, uh, and your Netflix, um, subscriptions, uh, you know, and, and find the therapist that's right for you. And then, and then kind of commit, uh, the one thing you don't want to do is not commit. Um, because if you're only going haphazardly or whenever you can get in, it's just not going to be very effective and you're going to waste a lot of your money. So, which brings us to the next question is, should I shop around? I get this a lot and I have to tell you, I have really mixed feelings about this one because sometimes I'm like, I'm not a car, right? I'm not, I'm not a car. Like don't come and test drive me and then go test drive somebody else. Um, so ethically therapists are not really allowed to see like two therapists aren't really allowed to see the same client at the same time. Um, just because it can have some pretty heavy repercussions if the therapist were to approach something differently or even disagree. Um, cause then the client can kind of be torn between, you know, what do I do and which do I go with? Uh, now there are some exclusions to that rule. Um, so definitely if you are, um, you know, working like with a therapist to do couples therapy and then another therapist to do individual therapy, you just want to clue the other therapist in so they're aware. Um, but as long as they're focusing on the other issue, then that's okay. Um, or they can work as a team and work on a similar issue just with different approaches, just so long as that they're both aware and and involved. Um, so should you shop around though? Um, I I don't like this idea of shopping around a whole lot. Uh, I think it's okay to ask some questions and maybe ask for like a free phone consult. Uh, I'm pretty sure every therapist on the planet is going to be willing to give you five minutes on the phone for free. Uh, you know, maybe even 10 minutes. We do 15 minute free phone consultation. So we're happy to do those if you're unsure if this is going to be a good fit with your therapist or not. Uh, so, um, definitely try that out, get those questions down in advance. You know, this is the problem. This is what I've tried. This is where I want to go with it. You know, this is what I need help with. This is where my budget is. This is what my schedule looks like. And just make sure all that stuff fits before you go in for an hour session and, and, you know, waste your time and and their time and and everybody else's time, um, uh, jumping from therapist to therapist. Because the last thing you want to do is spend two months shopping around to therapists, you know, because you can't take them for a free test drive. So, so you kind of lose a lot that way. So, um, and then also research really shows that the therapist does not matter that much. Um, so long as you feel comfortable with them. 
the the biggest indicator of success in the therapeutic relationship is the client's experience of the therapist and their therapeutic rapport. Uh, so having that relationship, that strong relationship, uh, is what's really going to be a strong indicator of success for therapy. Not so much the school they went to, um, the type of license they have, um, you know, the, the modality they work from. All that stuff is very important, but uh, it, it's not as strong of a of a of a um, indicator of success as as the therapeutic relationship of just how much you you like spending time with your therapist. So. So don't shop around a whole lot, but if you're if you see three or four that you like, it's definitely okay to give them a call and then maybe try one and then another one and then kind of go go that direction. Right? Uh, so how do I know if a therapist is good or not? Um, so like we were just saying, uh, you know the. Uh, the the education and, and the type of license they have can, can definitely be good indicators of those things, but they're they're not end all be all, so they're not really going to tell you if a therapist is good or not um, just by looking at them. You know, a therapist that went to this school is not necessarily better than a therapist that went to a different school. Um, and, and reviews as well. I think reviews are, are jaded, right? Because one, um, mental health professionals are not allowed to ask for reviews. So we're not allowed to ask clients to review us or to give us testimonials or anything because we don't want to put them in an awkward position and, and it just kind of, you know, is, a, is an odd thing to do. So we don't want them to feel off put like they have to give us a good review or something, you know, so you never know. Um, when somebody goes to give a therapist review on like a site like Google or Yelp, you really don't know, um, where that's coming from. Um, you know, why the person's being negative, why they're being positive. And then also with privacy restraints, you know, we're not really allowed to respond in the detail that might be necessary to, to really kind of resolve, uh, a negative review or a positive review, just because a lot of that stuff is just protected, you know, under their privacy Rights, which is it, and should be, because coming to see a therapist is, is a private, you know, private matter, and, and that information is is protected. So, um, so I, if your friend said that they loved them, then that's great. Um, if somebody else said that they loved them, that's great. If you like the reviews, that's great. If you like their website, that's great. Uh, and maybe you just feel good about it, and you go in that first session, and you just feel good. Then, then awesome, you're good to go. Uh, <clears throat> some things to look out for for bad therapists is probably not having their degree or license posted somewhere so you can easily access it. You know, the state does have a database so you can look to see if a therapist has been disciplined. You know, that would be uh, uh, an indicator of, of maybe not the best therapist out there. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, you, you, if they do have a lot of you know bad reviews, then maybe that is a little telling as well. Um, but you might want to give them a try and see uh, if that works or not. Um, you know, the biggest thing, though, is that just because a therapist is a good therapist for, for one person doesn't mean they're going to be the right therapist for the next person. So a lot of it is just a very personal experience, and you won't find out until you try. So find one that you like and give it a go. So another question is, what if I don't like my therapist after a few sessions? That's perfectly okay. That's absolutely just fine. If after two or three sessions you're not you're not vibing, you're not digging it, then then just say, hey, I appreciate your time. I think I'm just going to go a different direction. I don't feel like you're the right fit for me, and that's perfectly okay. Therapists will never retaliate on you. They'll never yell at you or or call your mom and say they quit therapy. They'll never get better. You know, like that's never going to happen. So 
uh, therapists are professional. They will take it professionally. They will treat it professionally. Uh, and they will definitely say, absolutely, I fully understand. Um, you know, this is my personality. This is how I approach things. You might prefer a different personality with a different therapist who approaches this issue a little differently. Happy to refer you um, to some colleagues of mine. Or if you just want to find somebody else on your own, or maybe you've already found somebody, then, you know, definitely best of luck. Just let me know what you need from me. Uh, so don't ever feel bad about that. That's perfectly natural and it's normal and it happens all the time. Uh, another question we have is what, uh, what am I allowed to talk about, uh, in therapy and is it really confidential? Um, well, the answer is yes, it is confidential, uh, but there are some limits to that confidentiality. Uh, for example, you know, there are some legal recourses that therapists have to take, um, like reporting to child protective services. If they feel like a child is in danger or adult protective services for a disabled or elderly person, you know, custody battles can get really messy with, with records being subpoenaed. Um, and definitely if there's ever a federal crime and, and there's a subpoena that comes in, oftentimes the therapist is compelled to respond to those. So, and then of course, if you're using insurance, um, the insurance companies can audit, uh, they, and they, you know, they will track the diagnostic code, but they don't really, um, sit there and go through your records and say, Oh, well, this is what's going on with this person. Uh, so, uh, but beyond those things, yeah, it, it's confidential. Um, absolutely. You, you have no concern or risk of the therapist, you know, bumping into your friend at Starbucks and being like, Oh my God, did you hear what Jenny said to me last week? Like, that just doesn't happen. Uh, so that, that stuff is protected and, uh, it is confidential. Um, and then you're allowed to talk about anything you want, everything from embarrassing topics like your sex life and masturbation, all the way down to just, you know, everyday stuff. Like I feel anxious when I get up in the morning or before I go to bed or when I get in the car, you know, uh, or I feel sad sometimes, you know, you're allowed to talk about all that stuff. Now, the more specialized the topic, the, um, you know, the more specialized the therapist might need to be to be able to track with you. But if, if a therapist, if you get to a certain place with a therapist and they don't feel like they have the expertise to work with you on that, they're definitely going to bring in an expert and, and introduce you to them and help you with them. So you can talk about anything you'd like. Uh, and then, of course, how do I know if therapy's working or not? And that, I think that's kind of like the end, end all be all, right? That's the big question we want to know is how do I know if I'm actually getting better? And this is a tough question because when you start therapy, things are going to hurt a little bit. Things are going to be hard. Uh, you, you are definitely cracking open uh, the outer shell. You're letting out a lot of the stuff that you've been buried in, especially if you've never been to therapy before. So a lot of emotional stuff can come out. A lot of nasty stuff can come out uh, that that you might not be prepared for. So it could hurt a lot. Um, and, and that's okay. Um, so long as you and your therapist will work through it. Over time, you'll start to see yourself handling those things in a, in a healthy way and in a better way. Uh, and and you'll start to kind of move out of that and, and into a happier place. And then, and then ultimately at the end, you'll see yourself walk into a session one day and say, man, I love coming here, but unfortunately I don't want to do it anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like I've met all my goals and, and I think our time here is done, you know, and every therapist has their own approach and style for that. So that may look differently, but, uh, it, it it is the ultimate goal. My goal is to put myself out of business, as is the goal of every therapist. You know, we want to make people healthier, happier, right? Now, couples therapy, family therapy, uh, you know, you may go in with a specific agenda of 
of saving the marriage or, or, you know, getting little Timmy into, into rehab or something like that. And you might, you might leave with a different result. You, you might leave with a divorce. You might leave, you know, with Timmy finding out that Timmy's actually the problem. Uh, and, and that's okay. Um, it, you know, it, sometimes we're not sure what we want when we go into the therapy room and, and sometimes we get in there and more bad stuff comes out and, and sometimes they don't have pleasant endings and that's okay. It doesn't mean that therapy failed necessarily. It doesn't mean that you're not okay. Uh, it just means that maybe what your original objective was just kind of didn't make it, um, all the way through as more stuff came out because, you know, we don't know everything going into the session, so we kind of have to all figure it out together and learn. And as more stuff comes out, maybe we discover that's not what we want and we have to go a different direction. So, um, <clears throat> but ways to know that your therapy is not working is if you're just never getting better, as, as if none of your goals are, are ever being achieved and, and you don't feel like you and your therapist are on the same page about it and you don't feel like you're, 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 working it the same way and you don't feel like they're on your team, uh, then, then definitely a good idea to, to think maybe I need to start seeing somebody else, um, somebody that, that might approach it in a way that I, I, I need and would benefit from. So, all right. So there you go. Those are some uh, great questions. Uh, I don't know. I didn't count how many there were. So, um, but those are some, some common questions that we get, uh, all the time. I, I get a lot of those. I know a lot of my colleagues do. So I hope those helped. Uh, I really do. And if you're thinking about getting some therapy, now's the time, uh, you know, and, and if you know somebody, a loved one that, that you think might benefit, you know, share the podcast with them, um, help them out, let them know. Uh, so that's all we got for this week. Uh, you can definitely find us on Twitter at TCG underscore Dallas, uh, on the internets, taylorcounselinggroup.com. You can read more about our blogs, taylorcounselinggroup.com forward slash blog. Uh, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you get yours. So we are all over the place. Uh, and uh, next month is all about FOMO. So it's going to be a great episode, uh, great four episodes. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful experience for everybody. We're all going to love it, and we're going to get deep into the world of FOMO and have a good time. Uh, in the meantime, we're not going to have a podcast next week. So I just want to give you a little bit more this week and just really kind of encourage you to take time for you next Monday um, or any day of the week, really, whatever is better for you. Just set some time, 30 minutes, just set a 30 minute block on your calendar. Do it right now. Open up your calendar app, find 30 minutes and just say me time. You know, I'm going to take 30 minutes from me, whether it is sitting in a park and eating a sandwich or it's listening to your favorite podcast or just some music or just laying on the floor and doing nothing just 30 minutes for you maybe do some meditation maybe go for a walk whatever you like don't do work don't take care of your kids well i mean look if you're the only person available you know and you have a small child you have to take care of but uh but i mean you know take some time for you uh you know don't put anybody else ahead of you during that 30, 30 minutes. Just find 30 minutes. That's it. If you can't do 30 minutes, find 15. If you can't do 15, find 10, find five, find two minutes. Everyone on the planet has two minutes. You can find it 
and make time for you. Just do some breathing exercises, go for a quick walk, jump up and down, whatever. Just spend time on you, please. Uh, uh, and I hope you can maybe maybe do that in a regular regular way. So, with that being said, uh, we're getting the show as we always do with a nice uh, inspirational quote from one of our therapists, and this one comes from our uh, most amazing Kaylee Curry in our Capel office. Kaylee works out of the uh, Capel office in the city of Capel here in DFW, and has a wonderful practice working um, with teens and young adults. Uh, she's quite fantastic. And she wants to encourage you, um, make at least five minutes for self-care, something intentionally relaxing, enjoyable. That's it, end of quote. Just like I was saying, everyone's got five minutes. Take time for you. Uh, You deserve it. And remember, today is Monday. And Monday is all about you.